Welcome in, guys. It's Brad with College Sportscast. I have John Roberts, a.k.a. Drink Local Beham, with me. And we are here to do Week 11 College Sportscast, the weekend wrap-up show. I heard a fan offer free dipping dogs if I blew it. Wanted to have some fun, you know, execute. I <laughs> bombs. Stay as a team, execute, give 100%. Dipping dogs sound good. All right, guys, welcome back. It's Brad with College Sports Cast. What's up, John Roberts? Oh, not a whole lot. What's happening with you? Oh, just here to wrap up the college sports for the weekend here. So a lot of football news is coming out this morning, it seems like. Started real early this morning and was a little bit of a surprise, I have to say. Slightly. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, seven, eight o'clock this morning. I don't know. It was early. Um, news broke that Jimbo Fisher is fired at Texas A&M. I found it a little strange just because he's coming off of a massive win against Mississippi State <laughs> yesterday. So the, the absolute you know, best but, he can do this season is eight and four because he's six and four right now with two wins to go, right. or two, two games to go. So the absolute best right. he could do is eight and four. Most likely he's going to be seven and five because he's going to play LSU the last game of the season. LSU and unlike yeah. unlike last year where I was calling for the for the AM victory in this game, I will immediately right now be calling for the AM loss. And even before this news, I was right. going, that was what my uh, my prediction was going to be. And I think I'm gonna stick with it. So uh it I just thought last year it would be I funny just was a little for, for AM to win it and they, they ended up off. winning it. Well, I mean, they, I, they think, were I think it's off a, of a win. Yeah. You would well, think if he was going to get fired, he would have got fired last week coming off of a loss. Well, it makes it, 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 looks, it, it looks better doing that. But in, in all honesty, I mean, when you're looking at it, they've probably been meeting about this for a while. This just happened to be I'm sure a week. Um, they have probably gone through back channels. I would hope that they already have their guy lined up because if they don't this is going to be an epic just well, so I, I you i i seen you in a conversation and y'all were talking about who's going to replace him and all that yeah i mean it just happened so i have no idea but i will say this it's texas a&m it's a pretty um I think it's a pretty eye-opening good job that a lot of people would want. Well, yes, but you also, just like the Auburn job, have a lot of things that you have to come with it. So, you know, are are coaches I mean, happy with not, their not current situation? Are they are they happy with their current situation, or are they 
or are they looking to gain that that are, are they good with having the financial massive financial gain and also have all the stipulations that come with it so i think that is the main thing right now it's just yeah your coach uh-huh. and they and they offer you a you know a chance to come in there and interview or whatever i mean you have to think about it i don't care who you are well, really i, I mean i didn't say you're not thinking about it i didn't say you're not thinking about it i just said that it's it this is there is still there are still reservations for that school as far as being a head coach in that school and it comes not necessarily with the on the field product but with everything that comes with it so um, because everybody that has NIL money, world, more of that would be effective. Say what? In the NIL world, I would think some of that would be attractive. Yes, some of it is. All again, stuff that again, that money that they give yeah. for NIL comes with a lot of stipulations. Okay, and it just depends on how much of the 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 how much power are you willing to give up. Because you probably aren't going to have a whole lot. I'm just saying, I wanted to throw that out there, but the one thing I want to, the last thing I want to say before we move on to some other news, because there's been quite a bit of news that has happened this morning in the college football world. They are paying him almost seventy-seven million dollars to go away to hit the door. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I just want to put that out there. That is an absolute insane number and i don't know how schools can give out these massive contracts and continue to do that because that's, the school itself is not the, is not the is not who's on the hook it's the donors the donors are the ones that are on the hook and it's the ones that are billionaire oil money is where it's coming from so we don't have to really worry about it the money's there it's insane, though. That's a, that's a insane. These contracts by these schools that are being given out that's 10, 12 years for 100, 115 million, and all this crap that's going on right now is this right here. If you're not a school that has the donors of oil companies backing you up, this ought to be an eye opening experience right here, is what I'm well, saying. I mean- in all honesty, what what's going to happen here is, look, they probably are going to scale back. They're probably not going to offer another Jimbo, you know, Fisher contract. Okay, they're not going to offer the next person the exact million, same, the exact same contract. Correct, correct. Unless they go out and they go get like Nick Saban or something like that, which again, not going to do that. Or if they go buy Kirby Smart, okay, they go get Kirby Smart and. They they offer that guy, you know, whatever in the heck that he wants, the entire bank, because they bought the bank, you know, whatever. But obviously that's not the guy they're going to get because Kirby's going to tell him, you know, he's staying right where he's right. at. Okay. But I get it. I get it. Yeah. But they're not going to offer, they're not going to offer the same kind of thing because first of all, there's only a handful of, I believe, Coaches that have won a national championship. Jimbo Fisher is one of them. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Dabo Sweeney's one, but he's not necessarily in the news 
for good as far as his coaching and everything like that because I mean he's kind of kind of against NIL, which is what what Texas A and M is going to be really good at, right? They're really good at buying. Yeah, he would not be a good fit at Texas A and M, right? And and probably the fact that yeah. he would have to to allow them to do whatever it is that they want to do, I don't think he wants to do that. So that's going to be uh, a big no for 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 Dabo, right? He's out. So. So yeah. Mike Brown is a national championship winning coach, but I mean, he's so old. He's coached at Texas and he's finishing. I mean, like he's, he's, he's finishing up basically his, his career. Yeah, yeah. He's finishing up his career at North Carolina, which is where he got his big yeah. jump start. you know, at the beginning of his career. So it's kind of a storybook ending. He's going out in North Carolina. Um, like I said, you've got Saban, Dan Mullins, well, no, Dan Mullins been an, was a coordinator as a as a uh, was was a was a coordinator. So you've got um, uh, he, didn't, he didn't win it as a head coach, right? No, he never won it as a head coach, but he did win it as a coordinator under you know um, the. Uh, I mean, they could always what, go what, out and get the XLU coach. The what? Ed. They could get Ed. They could go get Ed. Yeah, you you could go Orgeron. and they could go get Ed Orgeron. Right, he's you could a national go get championship coach. Yeah, Gene Chizik is a national championship winning coach. He's over there, at, you know, at North Carolina as well. You know, under yeah. you know playing the defensive coordinator over there, but yeah. the defense yeah. hasn't been all that great. Um, you yeah. could go get uh, uh, Urban Meyer. He's not doing anything right now. Uh, yeah, other than being on Fox Sports there. in the morning, you know, yeah. but that's not again. His name's been kind of drugged through the mud because there's a lot of stuff that's happened under his watch that ain't been pretty good, you know. So I don't know if Texas A&M wants to deal with Urban Meyer as much as Urban Meyer wants to deal with Texas A&M. And but like there's I a said, bunch of different names. We'll get to like who we think right. it might be and. But but, you know, but the point the whole point really the whole point the whole point what I was saying is that, that those are the ones that are going to be the ones that that garner the 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 contract being as high because they've won a national championship okay there isn't going to be a coach for the most part I don't think you know unless they get one of a handful of names that will have ever won a national championship at the FBS level okay so that means that the contract is going to be a lot less, you know, it's going to be less. The buyout's probably going to be less unless somehow he's got the same, you know, whoever the new, uh, the new head coach is, has the exact same representation that Jimbo Fisher has, which I believe is probably Jimmy Sexton. If I had to guess, if it's not, then, you know, whatever. Um, but still it, it's, it, the contract's not going to be that big. It's not going to be as big. How about that? So they're gonna they're gonna watch their spending, and I think a lot of other schools will watch their spending as well. Being unproven uh, head coaches or uh, only on uh, groups that they should. Aren't. That was my whole point. Is is that it's an insane number, and that these schools absolutely should watch their spending. Texas A&M might have old money to back them up, and they may be okay. However, most schools are not in that situation. Now, I'm going to move on from that because there's a bunch of stuff. Penn State fired their offensive coordinator this morning. 
Um, Boise State fired their head coach this morning after going 10 and four last year. I know, I know a coach that could go to Boise State this year. They fired him this morning. And he's had success there. Third, I know a coach that's done year, it. Year, he's like he's like twenty-two and fourteen or something. His record is at Boise State over before the end of his third year, and he got fired this morning. Yeah. Um, one of the top recruits that Colorado has decommitted this morning. His name is Watkins. He's a wide receiver. And he de decommitted from Colorado this morning, stating that they didn't look good enough on the field, basically. Um, so I thought. Is that he was any relation to Sammy? Noteworthy. Huh? I I, I don't. Know. I didn't look. I, I don't know. He's, he's a receiver, and his name is Watkins. I do know, but just um, wondering based on the Texas based on the conversations back. in the track, in, in our in our uh, in yeah. our thread that we've been he in. may be i really don't know i have no idea to be honest with you okay. um uh texas running back jonathan brooks tore his acl yesterday and is out um they do have a five-star freshman as a backup so um <laughs> i mean they'll probably be okay they got baxter who's a five-star freshman yeah as a backup but losing brooks who is a 1,200-yard rusher in 10 games um, is, you know, is, is a big loss for Texas. Um, so those are some of the news uh, also, that, that I had. Also, with the, uh, the firing of Jim, Jimbo Fisher, I believe the four-star – Wide receiver, maybe I'll take a look. Four-star uh, uh, player Cam Coleman, who had recently committed to Texas A&M, has not fully decommitted. He says he's committed, but he's opened his recruitment back up. And uh, Auburn was one of the top schools okay. in that one. Also, I believe Auburn has All flipped right. another player from. Florida. So they did. They flipped. That was yesterday. Maybe they flipped a player. Yeah. Which was kind of odd. It was on game day. I think that yep. it was announced. I believe if I, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, which was kind of odd. I thought, but because most of the time you don't hear that on, on a game day. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to our full college football scoreboard. For week 11, and I'll start it out here. It's, again, the week starts on Tuesday. Um, this past Tuesday, we had Ball State beating NIU, Northern Illinois, 20-17. to 17. Uh, Western Michigan beat Central Michigan, 38-28. Ohio beat Buffalo, 20-10. to 10. On Wednesday, Miami, Ohio, beat Akron 19 to nothing. Uh, Bowling Green beat Kent 49 to 19. And Toledo beat Eastern Michigan 49 to 23 in some MAC action on Wednesday night. Thursday night, 
We saw Louisville have to come back and survive at home against Virginia, 31 to 24. Um, they were down late fourth quarter, I believe, in that game, a touchdown and scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to win. Um, Southern Miss beat Louisiana Monroe 34 to 31 in an overtime on, on Thursday night. And Friday night scores are SMU 45, Northern Texas 21. UNLV beat Wyoming, who Wyoming's a pretty good team. UNLV beat them 34 to 14. They have a first-year coach by the name of Barry Odom. He is the, the old Missouri coach, by the way, that won and went to the, champ, in the um, SEC championship game a couple of years. When he was at Missouri, he's in his first year, and he's that was not Barry Odom as the head coach at Missouri when they went to the championship for two years in a row. He came after that. You sure he, was he wasn't the there? Coach. In he was not the head. He was not the head coach. No, I think he he may have been on the staff, but he was not the head coach. Okay, well maybe he wasn't. I was thinking he was the head coach in those years. I didn't look I it think up. he was the was he may be a, he may have either been a D line or D D coordinator during that time, but he was not I think he was there. The head coach. Well, yeah, like I said, I think he's on staff. Okay. I just don't think he was the, he's I might well, be wrong. How about this? I, I was going off how about this. I know he was not the head coach. He may have been on staff. I so. was going off memory and I could yep. be wrong on that. No, they had a longtime head coach that retired after the uh, the 2014 season. So the guy that had been with them for a long time when they had made those runs in the early 2000s. So was Drinkwitz like, the one that was hired after? Yeah, Drinkwitz was after. So. Uh, hired after Odom? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I know this because again Auburn played All him right. in 2013, so it wasn't it wasn't him. <laughs> well, I mean Kentucky played him too, but I don't remember that far back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was only ten years. Come on. Okay, my memory's not that great. Okay. I, I got it. All right. <laughs> my memory's not that great. All right, so you know. All right. So, uh, the Saturday scores. Alabama beat UK 49 to 21. Uh, mm -hmm. Michigan beat Penn State 24 to 15. Texas Tech beat Kansas in Lawrence 16 to 13. Tulane barely survived against Tulsa 24 22. Uh, Tulane's only got the one loss against Mississippi early this year. Army uh, beat Holy Cross 17 to 14. Illinois beat Indiana in overtime, 48-45. to 45. Maryland beats Nebraska in Lincoln, 13-10. to 10. Uh, South Carolina spanked Vandy, 47-6. to 6. Uh, Virginia Tech beat Boston College, 48-22. to 22. Clemson beat Georgia Tech, 42-21. to 21. South Florida beat Temple, 27-23. Liberty 38, Old Dominion 10. Arizona won their, I think, fifth straight game in a row 
beat Colorado uh, in Boulder, 34-31. Last Colorado second field tried. goal, actually. Yeah, I was about to say, Colorado yeah, tried. It was a last second field goal, actually, um, yeah. that, that won that game. James Madison clobbered UConn 44-6. NC State beats Wake at Wake 26-6. Um, Memphis won 44-38. Who is that they played? You got it pulled up? Charlotte. It's it's abbreviated for me. They got Charlotte. Charlotte abbreviated CLT. Now, how am I supposed to know that that's Charlotte? It's Charlotte. Okay. CLT. That's Charlotte, by the way. Memphis beat Charlotte 44-38 in OT. App State beat uh, Georgia State 42-14. Troy beat Louisiana Monroe 45-14. Kansas State beat Baylor 59-24 or 25. That was a a pretty big win for them. Um, Sam Houston State beat Louisiana Tech 42-27. Utah State beat Nevada 41-24. FSU at home kind of had to survive against Miami 27-20. They did have a two-touchdown lead, but they, you know, let them score kind of late. And then they had the ball again, and their quarterback got hurt, you know, late in that game. So it was not the kind of game that I was expecting from Florida State, just to be honest with you. Um, Washington beat Utah 35-28. to And I just want to say this. They held them scoreless in the second half. The score was 28-24 to at halftime. Utah was ahead. And they scored them scoreless in the second half. While scoring only uh, 11. Mizzou, and they should have scored more. Game. Yeah. Missouri demolished Tennessee 36-7. to And Schrader shredded Tennessee. He is the first college football player Ever, I do believe, from what I've seen, to have over 200 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving. Yeah, I think that was the, the, same the record that he had. That was the record he got. So, which is kind of insane. I mean, he absolutely shredded, Schrader shredded Tennessee. He did. I mean, so I was surprised to see Tennessee only score seven points. When's the last time a Josh Heifel team scored seven points? Maybe never. Uh, I believe that's the first time. I said I'm maybe never. Certain. Yeah, because I think he hasn't – I don't think he's had a team that's gone under 10 or 14 ever. Yeah. And – yeah. And then that happened. So UCF demolishes Oklahoma State after them beating Oklahoma last week. 45 to three. 
I mean, what an embarrassing score that is. Look at mm -hmm. Iowa blanks Rutgers 22 to nothing. I think that actually wraps up the division, the Big Ten West for Iowa. I think they are the Big Ten West winners now. They're eight and two, and there is nobody above 500 in that division. Did yeah, you hear so what I just said? I, I did. Nobody. Did you? The the that game the, that game the line was twenty seven and a half. That's the lowest line prior to a a, a game, and uh, I think since like the early nineties, maybe something like that. And um, yeah, that line was twenty seven and a half and they still went under because the only scoring was Iowa and they only Iowa. scored 22 score and they right. had the ball inside the five yard line and took a knee instead of knocking it in and hitting the over, and going um, over. Yeah. by and themselves because they obviously would have been the only ones that were scoring so right. they would have hit the over yeah. by themselves um, I blame Rutgers for not saying, scoring one touchdown and that, uh, that division that pisses me off is is terrible. Oh, that I know. division is terrible. Yeah, they terrible. don't need to have divisions I mean, in that. The Big Ten, the Big Ten, you know, people talk about the Big Ten and they want recognition and all this stuff. There is four teams in the Big Ten above a six and four record. Well, four three teams, of them sit it. right next to it. Like, like we're, we're duking it out for the college football playoffs. Obviously, one just got eliminated. Iowa is the other. Iowa's, Iowa's eight and two. Right. And, and and then you have, of course, Penn State, Penn Michigan State, State, Ohio State. State. No, no, no. Penn State, Michigan, not Michigan State. Let's let's get the record straight. Michigan State sucks. They're terrible. Everybody knows how, that I meant Michigan. <laughs> Nobody knows, thinks that I meant Michigan State. I don't know, man. Look. Some I weird mean, people out come there. on. <laughs> I don't know. People are going to be out there and they're going to be like, hey, he's in Michigan State. He's a I mean, terrible sports person. He does not know what he's doing. He has nothing. <laughs> There's a total slip of the tongue. I didn't mean Michigan State. All right. I'm going to finish up the college football school board. I got NTSU over Florida uh, International 40 to 6. Purdue over Minnesota, 49 to 30. Northwestern beat Wisconsin, 24 to 10. What is going on with Luke Fickle is what I want to know. Like, they are terrible, and people thought they were going to be like 9 and 3 and had them in the top 25. Northwestern is 5 and 5. They're 5 and 5 with the chance to be bowl eligible in the next 2 weeks. They all they got to do is win one of the next two. What happened to them? Yeah. That's right. They I are know. 5 and New 5. New Mexico State beat, beat Western Kentucky yesterday 38 to 29. I don't know what's going on with Western. Syracuse beat Pitt 28 to 13. Navy beat UAB 31 to 6. I want to pause right there. What's the sense with UAB in in Trent Dilfer? Uh, there are a lot of people that are not really too crazy about him right now. 
I mean, it's his first, they've, they've it's his first ever, first ever coaching job. I know. College, pro, anything. And it's a head coaching job because of his name. So I know, but the, you're the, right there and you're right a, in the, that the, neighborhood. The, the, there's so a lot of, there's a lot of people that are not too thrilled with him. They do not like him. They didn't like him when so they didn't like so the hire before the, right before the game. They didn't like the hire before the season. And now as the season's going, they're really, really not liking it. So I just thought I'd pause real quick and ask you. Um, mm-hmm. So Coastal mm-hmm. Carolina beat Texas State 31 23. Auburn demolished Arkansas 48 to 10. Should have been worse. Should have been worse. Should have been worse. He I mean, threw a pick. I don't, he threw a pick. That, should, there's no way. I mean, okay, if you're watching the game, you can probably say it should have been worse. But there's no way that Auburn should have been able to come into their stadium and beat them like that. Yeah, there, there's actually a Sam pretty – Pittman's y- job has to be over. It's pretty simple. Auburn decided to run up-tempo. It threw off whatever Sam Pittman thought they were going to be doing. Uh, they hit a couple of passes. They dropped still too many. They dropped way too many passes. Um, I'm sorry though, that's and, inexcusable. And they had that. You know, they 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 take the opening drive. You know, 75 yards, score a touchdown. They get a three and out, and then take the punt back for a touchdown. So that right there puts them up 14 nothing and. The uh, you know, Arkansas's only bit, had the ball for three plays, three plays, three offensive plays, and they're yeah. down fourteen to nothing. That's exactly what okay, Kentucky game too. With that right. Game, by the way, so. then then <laughs> Arkansas runs three more plays, and Auburn drives down and scores a touchdown. Arkansas runs three more plays, and Auburn is driving down Kentucky to score a touchdown, and they threw and they threw a pick that. Got returned 41 yards. Arkansas runs three more plays, but because they were already in field goal range, they kicked the field goal. Okay. So again, th- there's a trend. They ran three plays, then they ran three plays, and then they ran three plays, and it just kept going on and on and I got on. Auburn's defense is not bad. Auburn's defense is not a bad defense. That's inexcusable at home. I'm sorry. That's inexcusable at home. Auburn just returning the favor. Level this year. Just returning the favor. If this was Auburn, they did it. They did it to Auburn last year. Three years ago. Three years ago, Auburn beat the ever living pants off of them. (laughs) I said, if that was three years ago. I, I would say, okay, not yeah. this team. Sam well, can't let them come in and do Auburn, that. Auburn was, returning, Auburn was returning the favor from last year when Sam Pittman's team came in and, and beat the pants off of them, which sent Brian Harson packing uh, because that was the last game he ever coached for Auburn. Yeah. Auburn well, and turned around and returned the, the favor. Game. Sam Pittman coaches at Arkansas. That's all I'm saying. Well, 
it's a possibility that between today and tomorrow that that could be that could easily happen. That may not happen. That's pitiful. I mean, that's a pitiful performance. Pitiful. They had Rocket Sanders for a little bit, and then he was out for a little bit, and then he came back, I guess, for a little bit. But he was not full on Rocket Sanders, and right. and you know, KJ was. California beats Washington State forty-two to thirty-nine. I want to. That's six games in a row that Washington State has lost. Um. He, East Carolina beat FAU 22-7. Who is this? Some of these abbreviations, I can't. Okay, who are you South Alabama beats Arkansas State. South Alabama beats Arkansas Arkansas State 21-14. Oregon State demolishes Stanford 62-17. Georgia demolishes Ole Miss. 52 to 17. Um, Oklahoma demolishes uh, West Virginia at, at home. I think there's a trend going on here. Demolish, demolish, yeah. demolish. Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. Cincinnati beats Houston 24 to 14. Um, a little surprising on that score, if you ask me. Marshall beats Georgia Southern 38 to 33. Uh, Colorado State. Beats San Diego State 22-19. Ohio State beats Michigan State, and I'll get this one right this time. 38-3. Did it. You did it. Texas survives TCU. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Because they had a 26-6. I was about to say, they had like a three-touchdown lead, and then all of a sudden you look back and it's a three-point lead. 26-6. Either right at the end of the third quarter or right at the beginning of the fourth. Right. And was up 26 to 6 and they survived 29 to 26. They did. They um, did. It was at TCU, but they had to survive that game, no kidding. LSU yep. um beats Florida 52 to 35 and let's pause for a Jaden Daniels like what like what in the world this kid man like seriously like Jayden, yeah absolutely i mean this kid had over 600 yards by himself in one football game yes jaden like, daniels accounted for 606 yards uh, he threw for 350 plus. Okay. He ran for 220 plus. Um, yeah. yeah. So you know what? I actually had, I actually have the stats up here. Uh, so Jaden Daniels, um, he he was 17 of 26 for 372 yards, um, three touchdowns. That's a 98.9 QBR. Uh, in case you were wondering, he had 12 carries for 234 yards, averaged 19 and a half yards per carry um, with two touchdowns. So he accounted for five touchdowns, um, had an 85 yard uh, touchdown on uh, early in the game. I think that was the first touchdown in the game was the 85 yard touchdown that he ran. Um, so he uh, but he accounted this. for like 606 Jim, Jim. yards. 
he was spectacular. I mean, I, I don't know if you, you did not watch that game. If you see a replay of that game this week, watch it just to watch Jaden Daniels. I mean, this kid is unbelievable on the football field. This game, he is the I mean, first first player in college or first quarterback in college history to have a 350 plus yard passing and 200 yard plus rushing. So right. just like Schrader yeah. who had 200 yes. rushing yeah. and 100 receiving and 100 receiving. Yeah. 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 Daniels did yeah. something that had never been done before by a quarterback which was to uh 350 plus passing 200. 350 and 200. And 200. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And 606 yards. But I will say this. LSU's defense give up 35 points to Florida. And Florida is not a good football team. Well, they didn't give up all of that because their offense did turn the ball over, I think, at least once or twice uh, deep in their own territory. Yeah. So two of those right. scores, or one, one, if not two of them, were off of turnovers. They weren't like, you know, pick six or anything like that. It was like, you know, they had a turnover and then, but it was like in the red zone. Um, one of those so, I mean, was Florida one of those was State, a kickoff. Despite it was a kickoff. Daniels they playing that Yeah, Florida State in this game. Yeah, well, because again, one of those, scoring. one of those was a, a turnover on a kickoff return when the. Um, so, so, uh, I guess LSU had gotten a 10 point lead on Florida state. This one of the, or Florida's, uh, Florida and on the kickoff, you know, they, they score a touchdown. They cut it down to three on the kickoff. It hits the return man's hands and bounces like 10, 15 yards in front of him. Florida recovers it. A couple plays later, they score again. They take the lead. And I think that was like, you know, either 28, 24, or, you know, whatever it yeah. was. It was something I mean, like they, that. They stayed in the game for the longest, longest time. Right. And then, um, again, LSU goes back up and takes another 10-point lead. I think Florida uh, tries to cut it down by hitting, hitting the uh, – you know, getting it, cutting it to 30, you know, making it a uh, 35 and then yeah. LSU just, you know, runs away with it at that point. Right. Um, and, and so the final score was 52 to 35 in that. Game. Right. Yeah. Um, Texas A&M actually blows out Mississippi state 51 to 10 and correct. Jimbo gets fired, which that's what I was talking about. Yep. Um, UTSA beats rice 34, 14. UNC survives in a double overtime at home against Duke. Forty-seven fans rushed the field. Last they beat they beat Duke, yeah. and the fans rushed the field. They were six and three. Right. Duke was six and yeah. three at the time that they got beat. So they're now six and four, I know. I know. and the fans rushed the field. Right. They and, rushed the field. It does. It does still give them an outside chance to make the ACC championship game. They had to win that. If not, Louisville actually clinched the second spot. So it does give them, still give them a chance at it. 
Um, oh, good. So that was the um, late last night. Arizona State beats UCLA in Los Angeles, seventeen to seven. Arizona State had like two or three wins before last night. Two. They're three and seven now. They they were two and seven. It'd be yeah, the be- six and three UCLA team that's been ranked on. Yeah. Uh, that was a surprising score. Boise, who I said fired their coach, actually won yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. 42 to 14. Um, beat New Mexico 42 to 14. So both of those coaches got fired off of winning games, yep. which is a little strange. Um, very, very Oregon strange. Oregon beats USC 36 to 27. And we will talk about Bo Nix in just a second. I'm going to finish this up. There's two more games. San Jose State beats Fresno 42 to 18. And Hawaii wins another game. And this is against Air Force. A team that started out with eight and insane, but I think Air Force. Yeah, but Air Force is without their quarterback. Yeah, you skipped a score, Iowa State, BYU. You skipped Iowa State, BYU. It was 45 13, Iowa Iowa State. So Iowa State. Yep. I did I did skip one. Yep. Right. All right. So Oregon. Um, Bo Nix looks really, really, really good. And we said that on the, the our last show, the game day um, pickums that we did was talking about it. And I was talking about how he kind of picked apart. And I thought that he would do that. Um, and he did. But USC still does score, which 27, 27 is kind of low for them, actually. I mean, I thought Oregon played pretty good defense to hold them to 27. They points. did. They did. They did. Um, so, yeah. A couple things. One, I think we had a bit of a a back and forth about the uh, Oregon versus USC on the being inside the number, and I think the number was what eleven, twelve. No, it was fifteen. Oh yeah, the no, number was, was like 15. fifteen. Yeah, it was fifteen. And you said that it was going to be that Oregon would win by 15. I think John and I said that it was going to stay. Oregon was going to win the game, but it was going to stay inside the number. I think in the (laughs) end, I agreed with you guys on that one. Yeah, we just said, we we just told you that it was like, look, Oregon's going to win. We all agreed Oregon was going to win. John and I just sat there and said, look, no, it's going to stay inside the number (laughs) because wow, Oregon's defense is good. And is better than USC's defense. USC's offense is still hey, good enough their, to play. Yeah, they did. They did hold them to twenty-seven, which they was did. Pretty impressive. It was. I it really just, thought that score was going to be more like forty-eight to to thirty-seven or something like that. Right. You know, I really thought that score would be higher. I. I I thought both schools, there would be more points scored, basically. I, did that yeah. even cover the over-under? Uh, I, don't even, I don't know if it did or not. I don't even know what the over-under was in that one. I, I bet you it didn't. Is that like 63? I bet it was more than that, the over-under. 
let's see. The line was uh, the the over under was seventy eight and a half. It was seventy eight and a half. I, so I, that's I that's uh, a that's sixty sixty three right there, and so seventy eight and a half. So it was under, yeah. and the line was sixteen yeah. and a half. Oregon sixteen and a half. And like I said, we felt like it was going to be under that, or it was going to stay inside the number. Right. So, um, well, it was fifteen when we done it on Thursday. Yeah, that's what we done it. it was 15, okay, 15. fifteen. Yeah, yeah, but that was on Thursday. Yeah, done the game day pick them. So we got a couple. Yeah. We got a couple of things that 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 came up. I know that we're, we're going to talk right here. Let's let's go ahead and finish out with this one right here with Bo Nix. Bo Nix. 23 31 412 yards four touchdowns zero picks i think he's only thrown two picks in the entire year for the full for the yeah. full year i think that's his stats here let me let me actually i can i can tell you in just a second right here as i pull up his numbers he has thrown 29 touchdowns two interceptions uh he has a qbr of 87.3 on the on the full year right now so he is uh, he's got a C. That's for that game. So let's see his full year uh, stats. He's thrown for three thousand one hundred thirty-five yards, twenty-nine touchdowns, uh, two interceptions, QBR of eighty-seven point three. I want to see yeah. what his what his completion percentage is for the year. I, I see think, what his completion percentage right is. Now, for the, if you ask me, Heisman is a three-horse race. If you ask me, yeah. Jaden Daniels, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., and Bo Nix. Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., and Bo Nix. Now, here's a question. Can Jalen Milrow get into it? I doubt it. I don't think so. I, I mean, in my opinion, the answer to that is no pretty quick. Okay. Um, I, I, I just don't. I mean, I – I feel like that the Heisman that you have to be on it and and doing it the entire season. You can't start in week four or week five or whatever. I, I just, for me, right. I would say no, just simply because of that. You um, can also prove the point that he is more valuable to his team than any of those three because of the fact yeah, that it's not that's the not, one game that he didn't play they played against a sorry team in 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 USF and I don't, but I don't think that's what the had did. zero offense in that game well I, so, I know that I'm just but I, I throwing just, that out there Heisman is I mean it's a glorified award basically right. I mean you know like here here's my next now, question if you want to say Here's my next question, uh, because there are some people on Twitter that are that are going off about the Heisman Award right now, uh, talking about. I actually think Marvin who, Harrison Jr. I actually think Marvin Harrison Jr. is getting in the picture a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I was wondering why you only why you omitted him, but yes, um, Ar yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. should be in the picture. He's got, I think, 914 yards yeah. receiving right now. Um, he does have three games where he was left under a hundred yards. Now, when he goes over a hundred yards, he's like one thirty to one sixty as like his low, yeah. and he's gone up from there. Um, but when he's held under a hundred yards, he's under fifty yards. 
receiving. And he's been held under 100 yards three times with the high of those three games that were under 100 yards was 32 yards. I think it was 18 yards, 25 yards, yeah. and 32 yards, whereas three games. Uh, it was against Indiana, yeah. the first game of the season, uh, Notre Dame, and Rutgers. They're three different games that have happened at, over the, the course of this season. So, that but they, He is – he is playing in a game that he relies on a QB to get him the ball and throw to him and that kind of well, stuff. Well, obviously. And Ohio yes. State and Ohio State was breaking in a brand-new quarterback this year, and I think that affected some of his stats early on. I, well, I it's going to – I feel like – It's going to – well, but one of those games happened, like, last week. So just – Throwing that out there, not it's not they're not all at the beginning of the year. One of them was more recent, like because it was the Notre Dame game. Okay, well, one was Notre Dame, one was Rutgers. Rutgers was last week, so it was that one. So it was Rutgers, Notre Dame, and Indiana. Indiana and and Notre Dame were early. Rutgers was like again last week. So, um, I'm going to get to the AP poll because I've got a couple of other things to get. And we're at the 50-minute mark almost. <laughs> well, I've had a lot to get off my chest. Jerry, it is hard to get the award. It is hard to get the award as a receiver. That's the reason why I admitted him. I don't think that he will get it. I think it's But do you not think that he would at least at least go to New York? Will, I think they would bring him I, to New York. If you'll let me speak, if I was, I was just getting ready to say that, I think – that it's possible that if they go to three or maybe four people, that he will get a spot to go, which I think now, John, it's in Vegas and not in New York anymore. What? I think it's actually in Vegas. That's stupid. Anyway, the 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 other the other thing I'm about sure that last year, the the, the question sure. the question that I had about the Heisman I'm is. Is could the Heisman winner come from a team that has four losses? Again, and we're talking about the Heisman, and I, my answer would be pretty quickly no. So okay. that you know, Jaden Daniels has three losses right now. Correct. So that may you know. I, and I think I think that he could still be in it as long as they were to win out, you know. Because Caleb Williams you know, got if four take losses. Another loss. I, I I don't think Caleb Williams is winning it this year. I really don't. It would not surprise me if he's not even in the top three or four to go. And then who did you say? Who were the other I, ones I'm that you were sure saying? Sorry, you said Bo Nix, uh, Daniels, and then who was the other one? Michael Penix. Okay, so Michael, Michael Penix has zero losses. And Harrison. Harrison's got zero losses. Right? Yeah, they've got zero losses. Yeah. And so does um no. No. Nix has got one loss. Nix has one loss, two Penix. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Nix has one yeah. loss. Daniels right. has three. Yeah. Georgia is number one for 22 weeks in a row. By the way, they have 54 votes this time. First place votes. Georgia still are 
Michigan is still number two. Um, Ohio State is three. Florida State is four. Washington, five. Oregon, six. Texas, seven. And Alabama, eight. The top eight are unchanged for the second yes. week in a row, by the way. I have um, questions Louisville here. I have in. questions. I have questions. And, I'm, and I, I could have brought this up last week or the week before, but I never did. But I, I just have a question. Why is Florida State four and Washington five? Because I think Florida State got up there early first. in the season. Because first, because they, yeah, because Washington's they got Washington has better has better wins. Absolutely, Washington. In my opinion, Washington, as far as the college football playoffs, should be ahead of Florida State. In uh -huh. my opinion, yeah, because they have much better. Um, wins the Pac-12 Pac has got great teams, and they've been playing good teams almost every single week. Yeah, um, I mean, because Washington's best win is the number opinion, six team. But Florida State is still ahead of them because Florida State jumped up there and had about two wins in the first four weeks that looked like, including the Clemson win at the time, that looked like they were good win. You know what I mean? Like right up there, great wins, and, you know, Got up there first, basically. They Louisville got up there the firstest with the mostest. Yep, I got it. Louisville slides in at nine, and Oregon State is 10. Missouri is 11. Penn State is 12. Ole Miss is 13. Oklahoma, 14. LSU, 15. Utah is 16. Tulane comes in at 17. James Madison, 18. Arizona is up to 19. Um, they are another Pac 12 team. Three? Yes, yeah, they have, they have they're, they're seven and three. They were six seven and, and three. And then, then they won seven and three. Notre yes. Dame, is, Notre Dame is 20. Tennessee is 21. North Carolina, 22. K State is 23. Oklahoma State slides down to 24. And Liberty jumps in the pole and they are still undefeated. Whew. That is I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to look to make sure that's right, but I'm pretty sure that Liberty is still undefeated. Liberty is undefeated. They are 10 and 0. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I looking was at it so. right now. So, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. All right. College football playoff our landscape that we touch on every single week, I think it's down to basically those top eight teams, basically. Let's see. Let me go back into the top eight of the AP poll. Uh, I mean, Louisville still has a shot. They're at nine, so yeah, I'm not going to say I just, I honestly don't think the ACC is strong enough to get in. That's why – I'm just the ACC is the weakest of all the conferences. They're the weakest. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I mean, you, I agree. You would agree. You would agree. Okay. That's what I said so, I really don't think Louisville has a job. Right. So, so like the the strongest conference is is the Pac-12, right? Are they still the strongest in your opinion? You you agree with that one? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Okay, so the Big Ten's got four teams that are 
worth a dang and everybody else is pretty much hot trash, right? They have four teams that are good and yes, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's four it's teams. They're, they're all up here and everybody else is way down here. Okay. The SEC is kind of a lot of yes. mixed hodgepodge, yeah, right? They're, they're kind of all over the place. You've got Georgia who's really good and they just flat out proved that, you know, that they are really good. Went out there and just, and then you got a team like LSU that's got a fantastic offense, but their and defense has a, is really suspect. I mean, they are the USC of the SEC. They are. And <laughs> it just depends on if they their are, offense can outscore. Offense. Right. So so they've lost games to uh, yes. Alabama, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Florida, Florida State. State. So so. Their three losses have come to top 13 teams. Three teams in the top 13. Yep. Right? Um, yep. So they're really good at beating, you know, average teams and making those average teams look really bad. Um, but the good teams are able to slow the offense yep. down and have a decent enough offense of their own to run it with them, to hang with them. Florida State's got a good offense. Right. Uh, Ole Miss has a good offense. And Alabama's offense is, well, Alabama did it with their defense. They slowed them down. Now, they still were able to run it up and down on Alabama for about three quarters Alabama until Alabama knocked off, knocked out the quarterback. But, huh? Alabama's offense is coming along, though. They really it is. Are. It is. It's gotten, it's gotten better, better and better because of the fact that they have figured out who Jalen Milrow is and what he can do, and they, they have now changed their offense. They've now ch- changed the offense to cater to yep. him. Yes, and which that shows the sign of a good coaching staff yep. that understands Absolutely. their players, and then bolts the team and the yeah. offense Absolutely. and whatever 100%. around the players that they have. You know, unlike <clears throat> when, when uh, a few other coaches that have coached in our team's week, history. Kentucky played Bama this week. So when I was watching the game, they actually said that um, they basically just in the last three weeks, if you went back four weeks ago, that they are basically running an entirely different offense than what they're running now. Correct. Yes. That's what they were a lot of players, that, a lot of plays didn't, didn't exist. Revamped. And yep. they used, I mean, and 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 again, the smart thing that they did, not only did they revamp it, but they brought in Jalen Milrow and they said, Hey, tell us your the your your best plays. Tell us the ones that we the need to keep and get us the ones, tell us the ones that you, you're not very good at or, or that you don't like, and let's get rid of those. Let's just go ahead and get them out. We're not gonna deal with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. Some coaches don't have uh, ha- have too much of an ego to uh, want to do that, and you got yeah. you know oh, the yeah. greatest of all time sitting right there as the head coach. Now he's the head coach; he's not necessarily the offense on anything like that, but he is the CEO of the whole thing, and he's allowing that to happen. And that is yeah. that's smart. It's why he is the greatest. Right now, if if you're telling me that I have to pick my top four right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Right now, my top four is going to be Georgia. Yep. The winner of Michigan, Ohio State. Correct. Okay. Yep. The the winner of Michigan, Ohio State. I'm uh -huh. going Washington. Yeah. Right now, I'm going Washington. Okay. All right. And, you know, the Alabama's biggest nightmare is right in front of them. Yes, it is. Because right in front of them is Texas. Mm -hmm. And their only loss was to Texas. Yes. So, you know, but their I loss feel like is Oregon better and Washington. Than, their loss is better than Texas's losses. Yes. In that, in that, in that crazy. Yes. I mean, <laughs> by a, by a little. By a little bit. I don't think okay, Oklahoma I know. law is is tremendously worse, you know, worse than you know, but yeah. I mean by a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree with that by a little bit. Right. Um, I think Oregon and Washington are gonna knock each other out. I think Michigan and Ohio State are probably gonna knock each other out, unless a couple of these teams start, you know, it, we're down to like only one team that's that's got zero losses so if 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 the big 12 winner is not texas if the big 12 winner is not texas okay that 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 clears away that, that clears a team okay um here's here here's the if it's not fsu then the acc does not have a chance to be in the top four yeah i don't think so either I think if it's not FSU, they don't have a shot. It's got to yeah. be FSU or yeah. nobody. Right. In the agency. And Alabama, Alabama knocks off Georgia. They have the best win out of anybody. Okay. They'll have one loss, but they will have given a loss to Georgia. So they take, they take, they just basically take Georgia's spot. Now, here's the other thing that it, here, here's another scenario. That's, I don't think Georgia falls below four, though. I really don't. The loser of the Michigan-Ohio State game, barring that the winner wins the is, Big Ten championship, which should be which should happen. a loss with Georgia, if you ask me. Is what? If Georgia, if Georgia loses to Bama – uh huh. The loser of the Michigan Ohio State game will be below Georgia. Yes, because Georgia played an extra game. They lost in a championship game as opposed to losing in the regular season and then not playing I in said so. championship yeah. game because the winner went and played in it. Okay. So the you've got to reward the winner for winning that game. Um, but you, the, you know, you got to reward Georgia for for getting to that game undefeated and then losing to in that game as opposed to losing in the regular season and then reaping the benefits because somebody lost in the in their championship game. So, um, right, because this is going so to be a, a mind. A, there's going to be two teams that are going to be that are probably going to be pissed off. There's going to be about two or three teams that are going to be pissed off this year. So 
just throwing that oh, out there. Be, I think there's going to be two or three teams. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, look. The loser, the, the, if the loser of the Oregon Washington Pac-12 championship game is Washington, if, then, if you're Oregon, have, then you're going to have. Then you're going to have. They're both one loss. And they're to each other, right? Yeah, if it, right. So, look, if 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 the losses, it, it, if Oregon gets beat by Washington again, then Oregon's out. They're just out. So they have they don't have a pot to piss yeah. in. They couldn't beat the team that needed to that they needed to beat to get into it. They didn't. They're not in it. But if they beat Washington, Washington then beat they have. That, that that both teams if, if have a shot and beat Oregon. Yeah, 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 yeah. They 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 went out and beat Oregon. They're in. They're I feel in. like that's that that they they are in. They they're should be in. the three team, and the the one yes. team should be Georgia. If Georgia gets in, you know, the two teams should be the winner of oh, the Michigan Ohio State game oh, because once they, yeah. you know, if, if they win their championship, they're the two team. Washington's the three, and four is either undefeated Florida State, one loss Texas, or you get into the one loss Bama, one loss Oregon. Alabama beats Georgia. Yeah, Yeah. Alabama beats Georgia. Georgia's in there. Then the one loss Georgia is the four team. I mean, that's. I think that's what would happen. Georgia's the four, yeah. and they basically screw Florida State. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm throwing it out there. They're gonna screw yeah. Florida State. Yeah, probably so. Even even if Florida State is undefeated, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Georgia's and they the screw four. and they and screw Florida the one State loss Texas, and they screw the one loss Texas. Because Texas beat them. So, yeah, Texas would really be mad. <laughs> now, what would really throw, I mean, throw, throw everybody – Now, here, here's the thing that would really throw everything off, okay? <laughs> here, here, Here's a scenario that would really piss everybody off. Here we go. Bama beats Georgia in the SEC title game, okay? Bama wins – they're a one-loss team with the SEC title. Okay, they are they are the two. Okay, all right. The winner of the the winner of the uh, Michigan Ohio State game they win their championship. They're the one. Okay, they're one. They're undefeated. They've won a championship. They're in. They're right. they're number one. Two is Bama, right? Three. Maybe okay. maybe Washington if Washington is now. But what if Oregon beats Washington? Now you have a one loss. Now you have a one loss Oregon champion, right? You have a one loss Georgia not champion. You have a one loss. You have a one-loss Texas champion, right? A one-loss whoever the loser of the Michigan-Ohio State game, non-champion, right? Yeah, and Washington. 
and Washington, who's a, who's going to be a one-loss non-champion. Okay, so so now you're going to have all these teams. So here here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. The one-loss champions are going to get in. You'll have actually you'll have Florida State that gets in and and Texas. It'll be it'll be Florida State and Texas because Florida State will be undefeated unless Florida State loses. Then they're out, and it becomes Texas gets in because they're a one-loss champion. They will take the champion over a non-champion. Okay, so right. Texas would get in, and then the question is: is Washington, right, Georgia, or loser of Michigan, Ohio State? Those would be your three teams that would be battling it out for the four spot. Who gets in if that's the case? I know this could so, be so, like there's so yeah these, it, when you look at it these eight or nine <laughs> schools like this could get really really messy yeah Jerry's oh, it, here saying yeah, yeah this could yeah. get a, be a mess by selection day this could get really really messy because these are top notch schools that have done it all year long and we're at week twelve going to be coming up you know. And gonna start like this, laughing this is gonna, a lot. Gonna get messy, I think. There's gonna be, there's gonna be at least two, if not three, of these teams that are going to be just denied, livid, denied when this is all said and done. Yes, I'm gonna write down this scenario <laughs> because I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and start posting it because I want this scenario to happen. Unbelievable! It will. That's what will happen. It. So you're. <laughs> You would have a a, yep. a undefeated Michigan Ohio State would be number one. One loss Bama would be number two. Okay, because again Bama would be the champion yep. at that point. Okay, champion. Right. Yeah. Texas one loss champion. Oregon three one loss champion. Georgia the four and 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 Oregon one loss champion. It's actually that that's how it works. That's what it, what happens. The other the other ones are all one loss non champions. Yeah. They're not going to win. They're not getting in. That's it. Do you think Georgia would get left out? They would have to. They would have to that get would left be out. Very interesting. But very then interesting. then then there right is there. no there's no three peat. No three peat at that point. Yeah. Auburn blew up the three peat. Auburn blew up the three peat by having the kick six. So, (laughs) I'm just saying we're going to uh, we're going to move to our good, the bad, the ugly. We're going to try to wrap this up pretty quick. College basketball is in effect. This started this week. I'm going to start throwing some of that in here. We're going to cut some of this and start some college basketball stuff. I had one or two things but we're running short on time so let's get to our good the bad and the ugly for week 11 okay john what do you think is the good okay so on my good and it's going to be basically everything that we've highlighted with these heisman trophy candidates uh because every one of them had like hell of a game so you've got Jaden daniels with 606 yards uh total that'd be that's awesome Okay, yes. Schrader goes out there and has 200 yards rushing, 100 yards receiving. Okay, unbelievable, right? Uh, Marvin yeah. Harrison has three three touchdowns. Yes. He had 150 yards uh, receiving. He's over 900 yards 
receiving. Yeah. He's going to go over a thousand next week. Okay. Um, yeah. Like all of those. And Bo Nix goes out and throws for over 400 yards Nick, uh, in the night, Bo in the night cap. So, right. Yeah. So all of that, all of that. And, and, and I really just want to say, I mean, that started at 11 o'clock with the Michigan game going all the way through the Oregon USC game. And I mean, really even, I mean, if you wanted to, if you stayed up and watched the Ohio, uh, the, the Hawaii game, then, you know, God bless you. But, uh, through yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the Oregon USC game, I mean, Saturday was just good. That was the good. You had but games all was, throughout the and day. I, and I, you know, you've named them all. So, I mean, if I had to pick <laughs> one of those, if I had to pick one of those, I honestly, I mean, you almost have to pick Jaden Daniels' performance. Correct. Like, and it was like they were all building on just, each other too. Yeah, I mean, listen, what Schrader did at Missouri was awesome too, and I'm not going to say that it wasn't, but I mean, I'm serious when I'm saying if you catch a rerun of the LSU-Florida game, watch it this week just to watch Jaden Daniels' performance. I'm oh, not yeah. sure that you that you will have ever seen a performance in college football, period, like Jaden Daniels had this yesterday, just yesterday. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I, I'll leave it at that. The bad this week, what do you think is your bad? Okay, so uh, to really kind of get between the bad and the ugly, I'm, 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 I'm going to choose the bad right now, and that is the interpretation of the targeting rule. Okay. And I'm really going to be focused on just the LSU games between this week and last week. Okay. You had a guy that absolutely obliterated Jaden Daniels, had him in concussion protocol all week where he didn't really practice until Thursday. And that was non-contact. Okay. Uh, and then Friday's just a normal, just like a walkthrough. So there was really no contact all week with Jaden Daniels um, because he had been in pro, pro, uh concussion protocol all right and dallas and turner and look look that was not called and they didn't stop it on the field to review it now doesn't mean it wasn't reviewed because i think it was reviewed they just didn't stop the play on the field to review it and mainly because right. they had enough time because Jaden daniels was hurt and so they were able to review it while they while the medical staff was checking out Jaden right. daniels okay so yeah now it makes sense yeah then this week, did you see their guy get kicked out for targeting? I did not see the play live. Okay, happened. Okay, so here, um, here's what happened: running back I've comes seen a clip up. Of yeah, running back comes up the middle, lowers his shoulder. I mean, he gets real low, and he shrinks the strike zone of where you can hit him. In fact, he shrinks it so much that it goes basically knee to shoulder, all right? There is no strike zone to hit on a running back. So when you are going down to go hit him, you are also lowering your shoulder and your head to hit not a defenseless running you're not a defenseless player because a running back is not defenseless, okay? When he is coming right at you and lowering his shoulder to hit you and right. you don't have the ability to lower your shoulder to hit him, 
Okay. And yes, the helmets helmets will hit each other. Even if you're aiming at the shoulder, there's a good chance that the helmets are going to collide. Okay. And again, he did not launch as a missile. He did not use the crown of his helmet to hit, you know, the running back, the running back lowered his helmet to hit, you know, the, the linebacker, but you know, nothing's called on the running back for doing that. And yeah. So throwing the LSU player out this week and not throwing the Alabama player out last week is just absolute garbage. Now, to me, honestly, I would have allowed the Dallas Turner hit. I would have called it roughing the passer. I would not have called targeting on that one anyway. While it looked more like targeting than anything else, okay? I would have just called it roughing the passer and moved on, okay? I wouldn't have kicked Dallas Turner out of the game, but I sure as hell would not have kicked out the LSU player for the hit that he made on the run on the Florida run. Kind of go with that Dallas Turner hit. To kind of go with the Dallas Turner hit from last week. So Kentucky played Alabama this week. All right. Mm-hmm. And that was a play where there was two guys coming at Leary. Okay. Mm-hmm. Leary got rid of the ball. Yep. Right as they were coming. Okay. But one hit him low and the other guy literally used the crown of his helmet while the other guy was hitting him low and literally hit head to head and just headbutted him while the other guy hit him low and knocked him to the ground. Now, they did throw a flag and call roughing the passer, but they actually called... When they were making the call on the field, they actually called roughing the passer with leading with your leading with your helmet. Now, how the hell is that not targeting? So I guess they would have felt that it wasn't the crown, even though you're telling me that it was the crown. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. And I have no other way, I have no other explanation to give you for that. Yeah. I, I can't I can't and explain they that. actually called roughing the passer leading with his helmet. Yeah, that's why no. I'm that's why I am uh that's why that th- this is my bad because there are so many different plays. Wait, now like, Auburn Auburn had go? Auburn had a game. Auburn had a guy. Yeah. So Auburn had a guy that was, or it wasn't Auburn, it was Arkansas had a guy that was thrown out for targeting because he hit an Auburn player, you know, five, six steps out of bounds. It's definitely 100% a late hit. Comes in and absolutely launches from the side. It's a blindside hit and goes helmet to helmet on the side of the head, okay? Leads with the crown, hits the side of the head, knocks the guy side, or knocks the guy, decleats him, knocks him, you know, right on his rear end. In fact, to a point where I thought he was going to be concussed because I thought the back of his head was going to hit the ground too. So he was going to have been hit up here while running and then hit the back of the head. I don't know if he actually did hit the back of the head because he came back into the game. He apparently was fine. I haven't heard of anything of him being 
uh, concussed, but he played and did not go into concussion protocol after that. But that was one of those incidences like, you got to be kidding me. Now, they called it. They called targeting. They kicked the kid out. That, to me, was targeting. He came blindside. The guy was clearly out of bounds. So he is a defenseless runner when he gets hit from the side like that. So that right there is defenseless, right. and he's out of bounds. So he's also defenseless because he's yeah. assuming the play is None over. Of this stuff is um, clear, the way they so call like that's targeting. Yeah. The Dallas Turner hit is borderline targeting, but whatever happened, for, you know, Saturday against uh, against LSU and uh, the 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 LSU Florida game was not targeting, but they kicked that guy out. So. All right. I don't understand. Yeah, That's I mean, my bad. That's my never, bad for this it's week. It's never consistent. It really is. Yes. Never. Correct. So what's your ugly? <sighs> my ugly? I I mean, I, I guess I have to go with, with, with Arkansas, right? Just, that's ugly. Yeah, that was ugly. Right. That was, that was <laughs> I mean, I don't have any other. Like, I'm still kind of just kind of thinking about it. And, I, and, and Arkansas, was, that was ugly. Yeah, I almost have to agree with you. When I was going through the stuff, I said, I mean, that's just like you can't do that at home. I mean, that that's just that was exactly. pretty darn ugly. Exactly. Like, exactly. I, say, I mean, you would have thought that Malzon was the head coach of Auburn going into Arkansas and and beating them like that because that's what that was yeah. Malzon's thing. He would go in there and just beat the ever loving crap out of Jerry out of Arkansas Carter, because Jerry that Carter was that was his was thing. Him. His thing was to go in and beat them. And make them look bad doing it. Okay, we could be really bad yeah. every every other game, but he like it was it was almost like that was the, his goal of the season. I'm going to kick the crap out of Arkansas. Everything else is just gravy. And he went right. in and he kicked the crap out of Arkansas. So, yeah. What's yours? But Jerry says Tennessee was ugly. I'm going to be honest with you, Jerry. I, I was watching other games. Yeah, um, and I really didn't watch a whole lot of the Missouri-Tennessee game, but the score itself was pretty shocking. Yeah, uh, if I had a sixth that, you know, screen so I, in the afternoon, if I had a sixth screen in the afternoon, the Tennessee game was going to be yeah. the sixth one. But I was watching. Yeah. I had four games that were <laughs> ESPN, ABC going on on the TV, and then my computer. Yeah, I had the. Washington, yeah, the mean, Washington Utah game. And now yeah. I actually had, I was actually flipping back and forth between the Washington Utah and the Tennessee game. So I did have the Tennessee game going. I, mean, I just wish I had a sixth on. screen and I would have had the Tennessee game like side by side right there. And that would have been, it would have been there. And I would have yeah. probably paid a little bit more attention to what was going on. But uh, no, yeah. I did not actually You're see right. it. Tennessee, Tennessee was ugly. I mean, seven points with the Josh Hypel team is pretty abysmal. I'm not gonna mm. like that's that is yep. pretty pretty ugly to be quite honest with you. So, oh yeah, I'll give you that, Jerry. Um, you know, following along, he's all he's been with us a, a lot lately. So he's that's a good point there, um, and he he's made some good points along the way. So, um, all right, so the look ahead. Um, I'm going to start out by saying this week in college basketball is the State Farm Champions Classic. 
it's played on Tuesday night. There is um, Duke versus Michigan and Kansas versus Kentucky on Tuesday night. It's in the United Center in, in Chicago. And both of these games, you know, these are top notch teams, of course, in college basketball. And both of these games should be really, really good games. There's many other good games this week in college basketball. There's a couple uh, tomorrow night on Monday night. Tuesday night is loaded with some good games. There's more than just the State Farm Classic. So um, I'll start with that. But in football, in week 12 next week, we have Georgia goes to Tennessee. These are ranked matchups, mm-hmm. ones I'm telling you. Um, Georgia goes to Tennessee. Washington goes to Oregon State. And um, I'm trying to think. These are They're both ranked inside the top ten. This is going to be a top ten matchup. Washington, that one's on the Friday night, I believe. They, nope, the last never time mind. that these two teams played with where both teams were ranked was in 2000. Oh, wow. Oregon, Oregon State's Friday. Sorry, I was thinking that was the that's – that's the following week. And then a top 20 matchup in the Pac-12 next week is going to be number 16, Utah – at number 19, Arizona. Yep. So those are the three. There's three ranked versus ranked games next week. And, John, mm-hmm. you can kind of run through a few games and head so, out of here for the week. In all honesty, this, this week right here being the week before Thanksgiving, the week before rivalry week is generally uh, lettuce games. So what you see is the SEC plays a lot of non-conference, you know, group of five FCS opponents in that you know, at that point, you know, of the season, it's kind of a get right games and stuff like that. So, um, a game to, you know, some of the games here to kind of pay attention to, uh, Louisville and Miami, that's a, that, that's a game to kind of look at, watch that one. Uh, that one will be at 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, that will be going head to head with the Oregon. I think they locked up. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, Oregon and Arizona State is also uh, going to be uh, played uh, that uh, I, they don't have the they don't have the time yet on this one. I think this is either going to be uh, I think they're I think they were waiting on the Utah, Arizona, um, Utah, Arizona, Oregon, Arizona State or haven't been de- decided as far as their times. But those two. Games there, along with the Louisville-Miami game, which is an 11 o'clock kick, those are ones to pay attention to. Um, Outside of that, I'm trying to see if there's anything that's... Another one, SMU-Memphis. I think that one will be a good one to pay attention to. They're both 8-2. and Um, Right. But uh, that one will be... Yep, that will be a good one to 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 watch, um, or at least keep an eye on. Uh, and beyond that, I mean, 
I mean, if you wanna, if you really wanna have the gouge your eyes out game, Iowa Illinois. <laughs> I mean, that'll be brutal. I, I don't know what that. Uh, I don't know what that line. Oh, I don't know what the uh, the over under. Pay attention to. Yeah, the I don't know what the over under on that game is, but that will be uh, that that should be pretty low. Um, let's see, North Carolina Clemson, because I think I think Clemson has a shot to take North Carolina out in this one. Uh, USC UCLA, I think. Yep, USC uh, USC UCLA. That one's a, is a good one. That'll be a two thirty ABC kick. Um, yeah. All time Central. Anything that I name is Central time zone. Four now. Say what? They do. USC, USC has and, four losses yes. now. USC and UCLA both have four losses. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, all right. And then. Uh, That's kind of for for week twelve. Actually, I can't believe this season is this far along yep. already. Uh, the battle of our next show, guys, is going to be Tuesday. I got to wrap this up. We're going to go off the air on the TV side. So we've been on for an hour and a half. Yep. <laughs> All right. So um, our next show is Tuesday, the Big Fuss Show. You can check us out on the 14th at 8 o'clock. Um, on the bottom of the screen, the whole show, you hopefully have seen our home field Got one right um, here. apparel and all the cool retro stuff that we have available now. Check them out. Go to uh, homefieldapparel.com and use our code CSCAST to save 15% off your first purchase. Have over 180 design teams and check them out, guys. All right. We will see you guys on Tuesday. This has been College Sportscast, the weekend wrap-up show. Have a good night.